Hey, Fred. Keith here. Before we start the episode, I just wanted to jump in really quickly to share with you about a little book that I've just put out recently. It's called Breakup, How to Heal and Thrive After a Relationship Ends. You know, I had a marriage of about 24, 25 years end in divorce, and it crushed me. I mean, it really got me down. But after I licked my wounds for a while, I decided I need to put together a strategic plan to pivot from this loss into my next chapter. So I put together this little plan that I call Thrive. So if you're going through a breakup right now, or maybe you've just gone through one recently and you could use a little help, I encourage you to look for the link in the show notes and check out Breakup, How to Heal and Thrive After Relationship Ends. All right, now on with the show. Well, hello there, and welcome to Coffee with Keith. I'm your host, Father Keith Brown, also known as The Buy Guy. And my mission in life, as well as the mission of this podcast, is to help my LGBTQIA plus Christian family heal their church trauma, create healthy and happy relationships, and construct authentic and affirming faith if they desire. So if that's you, guess what? You're in the right place. You are truly welcome here, I promise. Now, a couple disclaimers, if I may. Number one, the views expressed in this program are either the views of myself or my guests, and they should be considered as such. Number two, I am not a licensed therapist, nor am I a medical professional. So if you need either of those services, please do consult a licensed professional. Otherwise, grab a cup of coffee, have a seat at my table, and let's chat on this episode of Coffee with Keith. Hello, hello, my friend, and welcome to Coffee with Keith. I'm Keith Brown, and I'm so glad that you could join me for another episode of the podcast. And this is a Table Talks episode, and this is another solo episode, and one that I want to share with you just some thoughts that I have around the particular subject. And let me tell you, uh, a lot of times when I'm doing these podcasts, I'm going to be expressing my opinions. And and I even say that in a disclaimer, and if you listen to the introduction to the podcast. Having said that, there are going to be times when you're going to agree with me and there are going to be times when you disagree with me. And that's okay. That's part of life. We we don't always agree with everybody. Um, and I think that's that's a fine thing. And uh, sometimes those disagreements can lead to good things and sometimes they can lead to bad. But today I want to take that idea a little bit and take it a level further. And I want to specifically speak to the social media aspect of disagreements or heated debate or even sometimes conflict. And um, the reason this was stimulated in my mind is because I tend to follow a lot of people that are in this uh, genre of social media that has to do with LGBTI, LGBTQ uh, plus uh, community. So I I have a lot of connections with people that are in the community, whether they themselves are part of the queer community or they are therapists with the, within the community or coaches within the community or writers or clergy within the community. I have connections with all these people in many of my social media uh, accounts. Uh, or platforms, I should say. And one of the things that I have noticed is um, the way that people respond and the way we often respond to hate that we receive on social media. Let me explain a, a little bit what I'm talking about. 
when we are trying to affirm the queer community, especially if you're doing it within the scope of Christianity, you are, as you can expect, going to get a ton of negative response. You're going to get a lot of ugly comments. You're going to get a lot of people saying a lot of very nasty things. And you're going to get people who are going to give you all the six verses, and they're going to try to explain to you why that you are Bible ignorant and you are going to hell and all these kind of things. So this is this is part of daily life for those of us who do this on a full-time basis, and we are in the social media realm um, with this message of love and inclusion, especially in Christian circles. But one of the things that I, that I often see is when this happens, I think that it is important the way that we respond or the way we don't respond. And I, and I want to go into this a little bit more by saying this is not a reflection on anybody. This is not um, to judge anyone. It's really not because truthfully, I've been there myself. I've done these same things. I've, 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 if it can be done wrong, I've done it. Um, if it can be done with the wrong attitude, I've done it. If it can be done um, unsuccessfully, I've done it when it comes to social media response. So uh, again, I, I'm not trying to judge anyone here. I'm just offering um, some thoughts, some things that we might want to contemplate when we are dealing with social media. And this is true, honestly, in everyday life, but I really wanted to concentrate on social media because I think it is obviously such a very important part of our lives, all of us. And so I think it's very um, applicable in that way. So I guess I would title this podcast. I haven't titled it yet, but let's just say haters on social, right? Haters on social. How do we respond? Well, the first thing that I want is to suggest that we follow basically a three-step program. This is a very simple thing. Um, it's not a very in-depth, you know, plan here. It's just some thoughts, okay? And and it's a three-step program that I would like to suggest that we at least think about as we are preparing to respond. Because I, again, I, I see these I see people getting really angry with people making these ugly videos against the LGBTQ community. And I see, you know, the 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 hate that's that's being directed toward those within the community. And then I have to say that a lot of times I see people making video responses that are speaking about the ugliness that's coming our way. And yet I have to think that sometimes these video responses on the surface, and I'm just, you know, I'm just being honest here. A lot of times on the surface, those responses are just as ugly as the ones that were lobbed at the community. I mean, Am I the only one that ever sees this? Uh, and maybe I'm alone here. And, and you can disagree with me. I mean, you can say, you know, that's the right thing to do. We need to give it back to them just as good as they give it to us. And maybe it's it's the fact that I, you know, I am a follower of Jesus. I, I do believe in extending love and grace. And, and I do believe that sometimes we get further by expressing um, compassion to other people and then trying to connect with people on a human level than we do just lobbying grenades at each other. I mean, that's just me, you know, and maybe I'm alone in this thought, but I, I see this and I think, 
you know, if we're ever going to get to where we want to be, if we ever want to get the acceptance that we so richly deserve and desire, then maybe we need to learn how to work together to to at least have decent conversations. And I understand it takes two to tango. And I understand that a lot of these people are not willing to do that. I get that. But let's seek out those that are. Let's start there. Let's let's connect there and make some positive changes. All right. So how do we deal with the haters? Well, I'm just going to suggest something that I do, and maybe it will be beneficial to you. And maybe it won't. I don't know. But here it is. The first thing that I ask myself is step one, why am I being triggered by this? All right. And under that, I find that there's really usually one of three reasons. The first is they are tapping into my unresolved shame. In other words, something they say, even though it is ugly, even though it is very unloving and unkind, somehow what they have said has triggered my insecurity. It somehow um, brought up unresolved shame in my life about who I am or how I exist or how I was created to be. So I have to sit with that a minute and say, am I being triggered? And if I am being triggered, why am I being triggered? And I always begin with asking myself, is it because of some unresolved shame or some unresolved trauma in my life? And if it is, then I need to understand that. All right. Number two, I might ask myself, am I being triggered because they are attacking or questioning my personal beliefs. And let me say, that's not the end of the world. To be challenged on our beliefs is not the end of the world. I mean, that's that's how we get more thought. That's how we get um, debate. That's how we get discussions. That's how we get common understandings. That's how we progress as society, by sometimes disagreeing and talking about those disagreements. I mean, that's not always a bad thing. So maybe I'm being triggered because they are attacking some of my core beliefs. That Does that mean my core beliefs are wrong? No, not at all. But it may mean that, you know what? They are triggering me. So maybe I need to get in my mind, hey, I understand what's going on here. And then ask myself, are my beliefs solid? Am I focused and compassionate, but passionate about my beliefs? Am I confident in what I think? Or am I a little shaky? And what they said may have made me a little uncomfortable because it was somehow finding a crack in my belief system. And let me tell you, both of those things have happened. I've had people say things that I thought, well, dang, they are just absolutely attacking my core beliefs. And that doesn't make me happy. And then I've had those times when somebody will say something and I went, oh, well, I've always thought I believe this, but. Dang, that, that's a pretty good question. And even though it kind of triggers me and makes me feel very uncomfortable, hmm, maybe there is a little crack in my armor belief. And so I asked that question, uh, is this attacking on my personal belief? And then the third thing I ask if I am triggered is, are they just being a fill in the blank? I'll let you use the descriptive language there. Are they just being a 
And if they are, then I just say, okay, chalk it up. There are, you know, bad people out there. There are ugly people out there. There are um, selfish people out there. There are very, um, I don't know, people who are hurting out there, who hurt others. There's that too. So I guess the first step for me is when I when I get ugly comments, especially on social media, I stop for a minute and I say, okay, is this triggering me? And sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I'm going like, whatever, and move on. But if it's triggering me, then I need to look at it a little deeper. I need to go, okay, what's going on? And it could even be that I'm just having a bad day. <laughs> you know, maybe I'm just not high on you know, life that day. Maybe I'm just not feeling good that day. Maybe I'm a little sick that day. Maybe I'm tired, whatever. Let's put that aside and just say, okay, maybe there's another reason why I'm be triggered. You know, and again, is it because um, uh, they're tapping into my unresolved shame or trauma? Um, is it because they're attacking my personal beliefs? And then thirdly, is it just because they're a, you know, whatever? And then the second step for me is, and I think this is an important step, because I promise you when I don't do this step, I always regret it. Step two, step away and take a little time to calm down and reflect. <laughs> when we respond in our most um, angered state or our most emotionally charged state. What do you think the statistics are that we're going to respond in the best possible way? Uh, eh, probably not great, right? I mean, if, if, if just think about any conversation, any argument you've had, whether it's with a partner, your spouse, whether it's a parent or a child or whatever the case may be, and you're going at it and you get really, um, you know, stirred up, you get really angry, you get emotionally charged. And how many times, think back, how many times have you said something that you wish you could take back? Or am I the only one? Am, am I the only one that's done that? <laughs> but I think that when we, when we react out of our emotion, triggered emotion especially, then we're probably not going to respond in the best way. All right. So I believe step, step two is very significant. Let's step away. Let's take a little time to calm down. Let's just, you know, let it resonate for a little bit. Let us just kind of mull with it a little bit. Let's get our heads on straight, you know, get, make sure that we're calm before we do. Which brings me to step three, and that is the response. So we begin, I think, step one with asking ourselves, should I respond? And I think that's a logical ask a question that we should ask, because let me tell you, I'm going to only speak from for me personally. If there's a person that says something in my comments, and I think it is a genuine, honest question or a genuine, honest reflection or opinion, and I can tell, I, I just know in my spirit that it's not meant out of evil or hatred or anything like that, then it's very possible that I, I will respond, especially if they ask me a question. I will respond, but I will respond in kind. But I have to, there are times when someone will respond, and it goes back to the earlier question, where this, is this person just a mm -hmm? And if a person is just a mm-hmm, then I am very seldom going to respond. I don't take any excitement, joy, or thrill from taking a quote from a comment, a nasty comment, and responding to it on social media. 
Um, have I done it? Yes. Do I wish I had never done it? Yes. Why? Because it's not, it doesn't align with who I am. It doesn't align with how I feel. It doesn't align with who I choose to be. It doesn't align with the, 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 the person that I want others to see me as. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, friend, Keith again, just dropping in really quickly to remind you that I am available for individual coaching. You know, for the last 35 plus years, I have had the joy of working with so many people over so many issues. So if you could use some coaching, check it out. Listen, I've got the time, I've got the experience, I've got the desire, and I've got the heart. All I need is you. The link's in the show notes. I hope you'll check it out today. Now, back to the episode. And so there are times when I purposely don't respond. And that is probably, honestly, most often. Because I know it's not warranted. So I make that decision. Do I, do I need to respond? Do I want to respond? And sometimes the question, the answer is no. And that's perfectly okay. And then sometimes I do things and, and I, and I know those of you who do social media and you're, you know, you, you're about metrics and about the algorithm and all this kind of stuff. You're going to know that what I'm going to tell you right now is a horrible idea. I'm just going to tell you that anybody that's trying to build their platform or their audience or their following or whatever is going to tell you that what I'm going to say right now is a horrible idea. Don't do it. But if you're not trying to grow your algorithm or try to work the algorithm, then this might be something you want to do. And I'm going to tell you I do it, and I'm going to tell you why I do it. And even though I know that it hurt, it can hurt my business, it can hurt my social reach, it can hurt my connecting and, and the algorithm against me, I know that, but I still do it. And what do I do? I sometimes delete and block. I delete and block. And why do some people tell me that's a mistake? Because the algorithm loves comments and interactions. And and the more this heated debate goes on within a post comment, then the more the algorithm thinks that you're all that in a bag of chips and they're going to show your videos or whatever more and more and more and more. I know that to be true. I know that from a business mindset. I get that. But here's the thing. For me, sometimes, and I have done this many, many times, I will de- delete comments often because of two things. Number one, they are so ugly, so damning, so vulgar that I want to protect my followers and those who I minister to and work with that I am willing to take the hit in the algorithm to protect those people. So there are times when it's not about me because I, I honestly – very seldom do I get irritated anymore. I really don't because I, I, I've said before, um, I've done a lot of the work. And, and so a lot it takes a lot to trigger me, a lot more than it used to. But I do want to protect other people. And that's why sometimes I block and I delete. And so for you in your life, maybe that's an okay practice for you. Maybe you need to respond. Maybe your response is not to respond, but rather to block, delete. And sometimes that's okay. 
Just like in our everyday relationships, there are times when we have to put a boundary and we have to say, I can't be around this person because of the negativity they bring into my life, the pain they bring into my life, the hurt they bring into my life. So therefore, I'm going to keep a boundary that I'm not going to associate with them, at least for a season. And like we do in real life, sometimes we have to do that online. So that's an option. All right. So the first question again is, do I or should I respond? Secondly, I want to ask the question, um, how should I respond? That's important because it goes back again. Let's just be honest. I think it goes back to the golden rule. You know, when I was a little boy, my, my mom and dad would tell me, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated. And I think that sometimes that's how I approach this as well. If I'm going to respond, I truly do ask myself, how would I want to be responded to? Now, even if I am not sure if this person is intending bad or good, honesty or attack, and I choose to respond, I am going to most often, and again, let me confess, I have not done this 100% successfully. There have been times in my response that I didn't do this, okay? There, and, and I'm going to tell you, and <laughs> there have been times when I have commented back in a way because, you know, I didn't take step two, take time away, that I responded the wrong way. But most often when I do it the right way, I ask myself, how would I want to be responded to? Because I think if we do that, then again, it makes a difference. Even if it doesn't impact them, even if they don't care, even if they don't, you know, respond to your response, even if they then go on the attack, which can happen, it has happened many times, at least I know that I responded in a way in my mind, that is more in aligned with my faith and following Jesus. Does that make sense? And when other people see my response online, I want them to see that I have responded in a way that in my mind, in my heart, glorifies God and shows kindness, humility, and love, because I think that's what we all need and we all deserve. And then the final question that I ask myself in this, what do I think that there will be any positive result in this response. Because if there is none, if, the, if this response does nothing, if this response is only to boost the algorithm, then I'm thinking, what is the point? So I have to ask myself realistically, am I responding? Is there a reason? Is there a purpose? Is there a hope behind my response? Maybe it is just to educate others who will see the response. And that's okay. 
maybe it is a hope that I can say something that might somehow trigger in the mind of this person, at least uh, opening them up to a possibility here. I, I don't know. But I have to ask the question, do I think that there will be any positive result from this response? And if the answer is no, then I have to then say, then why do it? Why do it? All right. So I don't know what the real point of this is. I, I guess sometimes I get, I go on my walks a lot of times and I, and I think and I contemplate things. And um, I don't know, just, just on my mind today about a lot of the things I see on social media. And, and I see these, it's almost like um, uh, two armies meeting on the battlefield. And one will shoot a cannon in one direction, only be to be responded by someone shooting a cannon back. And it's just back and forth and back and forth. And I have to ask myself, is there any good that's coming from this? And in my mind, that's what I'm about. That's why I exist. That's, that's why I'm here. It's because I want to bring a little hope and a little help and a little encouragement and a little love into people's lives. So, I don't know. A little bit of ramp ranting from the old man today. <laughs> anyway. All right, that's it for this episode. Uh, don't forget, heal your hurts, move your mountains, and may God truly bless you. Bye-bye, my friend. Well, there you go, my friend. This episode of Coffee with Keith. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. Now, please stick around. One more announcement I want to give you. God bless you. See you next time.